The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Carmelo Hayes, an incredibly impressive showing here tonight against Adam Cole. Unfortunately, things didn't go your way, but I have to ask, why did you come out and confront Adam? Uh, you know... <laughs> If you want to be the best, you got to go straight to the top. And everything that I've been saying is that I'm a generational talent and that, you know, I am once in a lifetime. And how can I back that up by not going against somebody who's who's on a level that, you know, I've never seen before? Adam Cole is just, he's on his own level. And, and eventually I plan on getting on that level and surpassing that level and creating a level of my own. Uh, you know, even when I lose, I win. And, and this was a learning experience. And, and that's why I call myself a generational talent, Carmelo Hayes, because, you know, I'm going to get better from this and, and, and I'm going to make the most of this loss. I really will. Try me. Thank you for your time. Yeah. Hello, and welcome to the NXT cast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente. I'm joined by my co host, Miss Simmy. What's going on, Miss Simmy? Oh, doing good. Zooming through the end of the semester while Beyonce plays in the background, and I just vogue through it. <laughs> um,. How do you feel about the new Beyonce record? Love it. So see, as a queer person from Jersey, it's in the bylaws that I like house music. Like, it's not, it's in the rules. I have to <laughs> like house music or they're going to kick me out of Jersey. So, like, I have to. So, like, when I heard, I was just like, you're giving me, you're giving me club music. You're giving me freaking, I love it. Love it. Uh, you Love like it so more much. than the Drake version of uh, house music we got? So, here's the thing with the Drake. It wasn't as bad as the Twitter streets were telling me it was. I listened to it. I The problem with it was that some of those beats, they didn't. he didn't need so much singing on it. And as a person who loves Drake singing, I was like, you didn't need to sing so much on this. And with like house music, it can get very repetitive. So if there's no like variety of the kind that you have, it can start to feel like one long song. Cause like he had the same type of beat, like the same type of vibe for like six songs in a row. Mm -hmm. And it started to feel like one song. And then like Stingy came on and I was just like, oh, this is different. <laughs> and it turned up. And it's like that song. Like, whoever produced that one or whoever, like, vocal produced him, whatever, that was the vibe you needed. It needed more variety in it, but it wasn't bad. Okay. I didn't hate it. I just think he needed to give a little bit more ebbs and flows and just a, a little bit more variety of the beats. Gotcha. And not as much singing. Gotcha. But it wasn't bad. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's, uh... Unexpected. <laughs> This week's music review featuring Miss Emmy. Woo, I'll be here all week. Yes. <laughs> uh, so we're here bringing you the NXT cast as part of the WrestleCast. You can find us on the web at cspn.us. You can also find us on any podcast app, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio. All you have to do is search for the WrestleCast dash the CSPN. Subscribe to the logo with the new day holding the WrestleCast sign. And the NXT cast will show up in your podcast queues each and every week. We start off this week's NXT with the match. No promo. So taking a page out of AEW's book where AEW yeah. started this week with a promo and no match. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. you know, stranger things. Uh, Solo Sequoia <laughs> versus Grayson Waller. Two of your faves here. 
Um, the turnbuckle pad is taken off, leaving Solo Sequoia to miss a running shoulder charge into the exposed turnbuckle. That means the rolling stunner can connect, and Grayson Waller gets the win over Solo Sequoia. That was surprising. I expected um, Solo Sequoia to win, but I yes. enjoyed this match. Me too. I want to see what this view, this this view, this feud is gonna give, because I love Grayson Waller's obnoxious ass. And I can't wait for him to get a title and be even more obnoxious about it. He's got to do something <laughs> else with this. His finisher is kind of like, it's more yeah. it's more absurd than the people's elbow because at least The uh-huh. Rock kept it in the <laughs> ring to do right. it. He's you like, know, <laughs> even though he crisscrossed the ring twice. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like with him, he has to like go all the way to catering. And he's <laughs> ready to get it. Like, babe, you can't run all these miles. <laughs> yeah, so he needs to like figure out, like maybe he can get it to where he can do it like out of the corner. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. like yeah. get in one of the corners and roll out and come in mm-hmm. and get him. And maybe yeah. you know, from one corner to the other corner or whatever or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he definitely needs to modify this thing in a way that it doesn't look so just absurd. Right, it's just wild for no reason. This man getting a damn 25 meter head start to do this stuff. Right. It's like, hello, why are you doing a like 35 yard dash? You're crazy, come back. He's in the NXT parking lot now, damn it. I guess they can say that Solo didn't lose clean due to the yeah. turnbuckle pad, but I mm-hmm. was like you. I was definitely, uh, you know, thought this was an upset. Mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. characterize it as an upset to me because, you know, I just figured the way that TV has been going that they were prepared to put Solo to the moon, but they're yeah. gonna, they're gonna, you know, knock him down a peg and and see where they mm-hmm. get. Tony D'Angelo says he's ready for a big night and promises to take things over, as in the NXT North American title. Santos Escobar shakes his hand and calls him the Don, though Angelo makes threats if he doesn't win the North American title tonight. Mm-hmm. I don't like how they've got Santos Escobar like regulated to like behind Joaquin Wild and the other dude right now. Right. Maybe they're trying to protect him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, you know, like he's kind of playing way in the background right um no come back up here (laughs) they gave a reason why Electra Lopez wasn't there they said that she was off handling the Don's business and she was doing a very good job so Mm -hmm. they at least kind of tidied that up uh is she hurt I don't know I haven't Mm -hmm. seen anything Mo Meltzer did not report that on his report this week so okay he didn't say it it didn't happen okay Uh, J.D. Madonna is coming to NXT. He has never bet against an ace. And he look, he says, he says never bet against an ace. Um, yeah, so mm-hmm. it's just Jordan Devlin, y'all. Oh, okay. The new, <laughs> the new and improved Jordan Devlin. Trying oh, to make okay. y'all forget that he's Jordan Devlin because the name Jordan Devlin is attached to some not very nice things. Oh, no. Is he one of the ones? Uh-huh. Oh, Little Team Sunshine, aka The Tox, Casey Consenzaro and Caden Carter, taking on Ulisa Leon and Valentina Faraz. Uh, Casey sweeps the leg for a two count, but it's quickly fought off as Faraz takes over. 
That doesn't last long as Caden Carter is right back in to double team for Roz. A super kick into the net breaker 450 splash combination gives Little Team Sunshine the win. Ooh, this is a really good match. And again, it made me upset that they're not champions right now. These moves are so good. Ugh. This was a really, really good match. I really enjoyed this. This was very, smooth in the ring. This was very good because I think it's two dedicated tag teams wrestling against each other. Yeah. You know, it's not. They got, they got tag team moves. Right. You know, they have, they have, you know, if you're paired together and like, and you wrestle together all those mm-hmm. times and, and you spend mm-hmm. all that time together, there's just that natural chemistry that comes along. And you can't yeah. beat that. I mean, that's. I mean, you know, you can take two really big stars, put them together, and have that star power, but they'll never have that true chemistry, right? Like you can get here, where two talents kind of maybe come together to better help themselves. Hey, maybe we can't do this separately, but if we get together and, and team up, maybe that'll help both of us elevate. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's definitely the, the case for both of these teams. Because, you know, right. Casey's so small, it's hard to, you know, get kind of the upper talent, bigger girls, you know, mm-hmm. it's a little harder for her to be as believable. Caden the same way, but she's a bit more of a spitfire. But together, collectively, mm-hmm. they're much greater as a sum, you know. Yep. Um, Man, Wesley out here for a promo, man. Um, he is oh. emotional. He is uh, emotionally upset. As he thanks the fans for everything, but he has gone from the highest to highest to the lowest to lows. He says he was a two-time, two-time NXT Tag Team Champion, but had his world explode right underneath his feet. He says all he has been doing is trying to prove himself from Zion Quinn all the way to Sangha. Then here is Trick Williams to interrupt. Trick says no one wants to hear this and suggests that Lee's partner, who wasn't named, left because Lee was dragging him down. Wesley accuses Trick Williams of playing second fiddle to Carmelo Hayes, and the challenge seems to be thrown out. Williams calls him Afro Thunder and says he'll leave. Uh, he'll leave Wesley just like his partners did. Damn! I love Trick Williams. I was like, not now, Trick. He's getting emotional. Not right now. Like I told. This was really good. Like I told Mo, I think it was in a dark match. If Trick Williams would have came out and said, boy, shut up all that crap before I give you something to cry about, I would have died. They would have had to call the paramedics. Oh, I love this. <laughs> I did. It was a really good promo with Russ. He got, I was like, I see tears. I was like, no, not nothing. And then here comes Trick Williams. And I was like, damn it. Not right now, but we called him out for thunder. Oh, my God. I died. <laughs> And I love that also Wes Lee gave it back to him because he was just like, you always said, I, I don't see that you got, you don't got much. Come prove yourself. Love mm-hmm. that too. This was really good. I'm excited to see what this is going to give with these two. Our girl Tiffany Stratton rants about how annoying Wendy Chu is, especially with all of those onesies. Stratton swears revenge on Wendy Chu for costing her her match last week. <laughs> it's just like, have you heard of a gym? And not even the guy, like an actual gym. I was like, she's so mad. Did you see the picture where Wendy Chu posted, I love donuts? Yeah. 
and the gray little skirt dress thing. She's so adorable. Yeah, she is. She's so cute. She has to take over our EO love since EO's hurt and she can't receive all our love and adulation. So we have to shift it over to Wendy Chew at the current moment. <laughs> Leia Dodell Phantasma in the form of Joaquin Wild and Cruz Del Toro taking on Diamond Mine, Damon Kemp, and Roderick Strong. Everything breaks down and it's Del Toro hitting a slingshot dive to the floor. Two dimes yells at Del Toro though, leaving Wild to get caught with a jumping knee to the face. That allows Roderick Strong to make the pin and Diamond Mine are your winners. That knee, man. Oof. Who that knee. <laughs> Damn it, two dimes or two, whoever it was with your goddamn crowbar shit. Fuck. It was your fault. It was their fault. I hurt my voice. This is a good match, though. I really enjoyed this match. Yeah, Joaquin Wild they and Cruz Del Toro, man. They're very good. They're very underrated, but they're very good. They are. Like, every time they get in the ring, I'm like, damn, I wish you could win more things. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Giovanni really Vinci. He brags about his win last week, but then here comes Eichmann Euro to brag about his own style, so it looks like they're going to have a, a, a match they could have a, I was about to say they could have a, a style off or a, mm-hmm. um, you know a runway match or something like, <laughs> right. you know Apollo Crews I don't know what this is about they really kind of done nothing with Apollo Crews after that first week of really kind of right. like new but Apollo Crews is out here living in a fantasy world about beating someone up in the stairwell then he smacks snaps back to reality and goes to do it for real so he's like writing in his journal and right then, when he makes his entry, he has this dream sequence, and then after the dream sequence is over, he comes back to where he is in reality, and then he looks to apply the dream sequence to reality. I don't get it. That Yeah, it's weird, because it's like you have the dream sequence, and then you come back, and it's going to be like basically the exact same thing, so it's just like, why have the dream sequence then? <laughs> right. Just go do it. That's does it? It's weird. It's kind of like the uh, the thought of uh, if you've ever seen um, the Equalizer, Denzel mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Washington. Yeah. You know how he's uh, he has that where he's like plotting, like okay, it's this guy over here, it's this guy over here, it's this guy over here, and it kind of shows what his mm-hmm. thought process is, and it kind of shows right. it playing out. It's kind of like mm-hmm. that, where it's like okay, here's I guess here's his thought process. And right. All of a sudden, it's playing it back out. But like it doesn't, it it doesn't really translate. No, it doesn't. You no, know? because like it'd be good if it was just like this was his like thought process as like he's just going to do it, like he's just like hmm, and then he goes to do it and then maybe there's like when somebody throws a punch, it's like in slow motion, will be like oh. Like, the person, like, stops, you know, that ricochet. So I wonder how I got... You guys are probably wondering how I got here. So, like, he's like, oh, he's going to throw a punch, and then he moves. It's just, mm-hmm. like, if it did that, maybe it would translate better. But this is just, like... It feels repetitive and weird, and I don't understand what they're doing. Well, Toxic Attraction comes out for promo. Mandy Rose has to think much of Roxanne Perez, who is going to learn what it means to fail. So, here comes... Uh, Roxanne Perez with Corey J who knows what it means to live your dreams especially with Corey J by her side 
Perez would rather win the tag team titles with Corey Jade. And then here are Casey Cancenzaro and Caden Carter to interrupt. They say the line starts behind them, and all of a sudden they attack Roxy Perez and Cora Jade, and the big brawl is on between the two teams on the floor. Yes, I love brawls. I haven't said that in a while. I love brawls. Little <laughs> this team, is good. Little Team Sunshine was like, we had enough. Look here now. That's right. They're like, no, no, no. You, you guys just became friends. Like, we're not going to do this at all. <laughs> <laughs> love that. Uh, Carmelo says, yeah, y'all know what it is. I'm going to defend my title against Tony D'Angelo because all we do is win. Uh, Indy Hartwell says she's ready to move on, but here comes Keanu James to interrupt and mock her. Hartwell says no one cares about James's opinion, and we have a match set for next week. Do you like the way that Keanu James is always the person who kind of like snaps everybody back from you know being like oh so down on themselves or whatever she's like well you know i'm just ready to move on and i right. didn't get my chance and you know uh then here comes canada james to like pep you back up right yeah <laughs> i want her number where is her calculator <laughs> damn it she at least needs to be holding an ipad or something something uh, I would like a clipboard because it's funnier, but fine, an iPad <laughs> <laughs> with a little pop on it. Uh, Cameron Grimes versus Idris and Efe. They trade shots to the face for a double knockdown until a no face sends him into the ropes, four knee to the head. The big running flip dive drops Cameron Grimes, but the 450 blast misses. Grimes then hits the swinging side effect and the cave in, and Cameron Grimes is your winner. I enjoyed this match very much. See, let's make um, Idris and let's make them more like viable. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy it. Yeah. Cameron looked real evil. All right. He looked real like angry evil. Like after he, I was just like, oh, why are you breathing my heart? He was breathing <laughs> hard in, in like an evil way, you know? Yeah. He may be healing it up a little bit more. Mm, nervous. Now instead of to the moon, it's going to be like to Mars because there's fire there. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Thea Hale arrives at Chase U and finds out that she's rooming with Brody hey. Hayward. I don't know if that's ethical, but okay. It's wrestling. We can make our own rules. Uh, Thea unpacks with all these weird sound effects and is very excited to be here. She's uh, off to the cafeteria to get food, and all of a sudden, somebody hits Brody Hayward in the ribs, and he's down and can't follow her to the calf. I love this. She was so excited. He's just like, girl, please calm down. It's okay. And then they had their little stepbrothers number. Did we just become best friends? Yup. <laughs> that was really cute. This is adorable. I want them to become a little intergender team. So cute. Uh, Nikita Lyons and her back arch will be back next yeah. week. I fast forward right through this. <laughs> Because it was commercial, and then it was key commercial, and I, so I was just like, I can just keep going. So I just kept fast-forwarding. Oh, my gosh. Von Wagner <laughs> beat Brooke oh Jensen with a fireman's carry net breaker. Nothing to see here, folks. Nothing at Nothing all. Nothing at all. I should have fast-forwarded right through this, too. I don't know why I stayed. I'm s- I was- so <laughs> much more interested in Sophia Cromwell. Yeah. I was just like, I'm not. Bye. 
I was not interested. How you gonna lose clean like that? I'm like, boo, get out of here, bro. That annoyed me. I don't know who has it and who sees it and who enjoys Von Wagner, but man, at some point you just gotta like cut your losses, you know? You just gotta yeah, give up on it's it. Not working. It's, it's not working, man. Kyler Riley, if he couldn't if he couldn't take the platform that Kyler Riley gave him and left for him and right. not be a bigger star than he is now, then it's never gonna happen for him. On a silver platter. Yeah, he gave exactly. it right there. Exactly. Braun Breaker comes in to see Cameron Grimes in the locker room and says that that's the Grimes he wants to see at a Great American Bash. Grimes says if this version shows up, he's going to be the one winning that NXT title match. Ooh. Grimes is a turning. I feel that turn coming. Joe Gacy gives Adaya a pep talk about winning the tag team titles again. Now we have Alba Fire versus Last Legend. Or, excuse me, Kaylee Ray versus Last Legend. <laughs> Kaylee Ray hits a gory bomb but misses her swanton bomb. That allows Last Legend to get the baseball bat. She hits her in the face for a DQ. And then Last Legend talks a lot of trash over Alba Fire. Or, excuse me, Kaylee Ray. This is a fun little match. Mm-hmm. I don't like all these white people yelling lashes trash. I don't. It makes me uncomfortable. I don't like it. No. First of all, she's not trash. Second of all, shut up. Third of all, shut up. <laughs> it just it just gives me like Sasha's ratchet, and right. I just I don't like it. white people. Stop. I don't like it. But the match itself was good. Flash Legend is getting better and better. So I really like that. And Kaylee Ray is Kaylee Ray. So, like, she's going to give you a banger. So I enjoyed this. I enjoyed this, like, little piece that they have going. I think the only thing that's really held Flash Legend back is that she just hasn't had as much ring time as Tiffany Stratton has had. Yeah. I think if we were to rank them, I think it's Tiffany Stratton, Nikita Lyons, then Flash Legend as far as, like, in ring Mm-hmm. you know um, prowess right now mm-hmm. and if you would have told me that hey in three in four months you're gonna think Tiffany Stratton is like the best up and coming women's wrestler in NXT I'd have been like yeah right did you see her debut right <laughs> but, right and then you see her now you're like oh shit <laughs> yeah but now you see her now and you're like man only other one that's as polished as, well, that's more polished than her, just because mm-hmm. she is not really as green. She's got mm-hmm. more experience than everybody else at this mm-hmm. current level is Roxanne Perez. Yeah. Her being Agreed. from ROH and being a women's champion. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she, she looks different than the right. Girls yeah. right now. Agreed. Uh, so that brings us to our North American title matchup Carmelo Hayes versus Tony D'Angelo. D'Angelo grabs the suplex for two counts. Trick Williams is looking worried on the outside. A code breaker gives Carmelo Hayes a two, but uh, Stax offers a distraction, allowing Escobar to slip. Carmelo Hayes, the brass knuckles. <laughs> D'Angelo yells at Escobar, and it's a right hand from Carmelo Hayes with a knockout blow to retain the NXT North American Championship. Of course, you know, Tony D and the the hooligans are upset. Escobar, he doesn't look happy. Like, oh, man, I really effed up. 
but we know what was in his heart. Yeah. <laughs> you saw that smile on his face as soon as he slid it. He was just like, and I love that wink that Carmelo said, that Carmelo gave to Santos. I was like, ooh, did y'all talk about it before, honey? This was, was this a sneak leak? <laughs> this was a weird dynamic for Carmelo Hayes because he was clearly the baby face of this match. Yeah. Um, which is um, something that we're not necessarily used to. Um, right, it was. With him and his, I mean, his first match against Adam Cole, he was a baby face, but ever since Strix mm-hmm. come, you know, they've been strictly on the heel side, but right. um, you got to see a little glimpse of what it would be like if Carmelo Hayes was a fan favorite. And I, and I'm, mm-hmm. like I said, with that move set and that comeback, you know, that's yeah. probably the money for him is being a baby face. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just with his move set and his comeback and everything. Yeah. But it's a good experience for him to be a heel first. Right, that way he can, like, get maybe used to the booze. Because, mm-hmm. like, a lot of, you know, baby faces, like, they they get the cheers, and then once they're, like, heels, they, like, they like can't handle the booze. So it's mm-hmm. just like, yeah. Yep, so really that, enjoyed this. <laughs> yeah, this was a good match, main event. Um, new, like I said, new, new, new position for Carmelo Hayes and Trick as, as the as the baby faces, but I thought they pulled it off pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's how they're going to be viewed going forward, but at least for one night, they were able to to pull it off, and it was successful. So okay. kudos to those guys, especially being as young as they are and mm-hmm. um, you know having to adapt to a new situation on the fly like this. Um, yeah. I thought this was a pretty good episode of NXT. I, I am... Uh, I'm, I'm okay with the storylines we got right now. Toxic Attraction is starting to get a little stale. Uh, just because it's like the same thing. We just come out, we just talk, look at us, look at us, look at us, look at us. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like that they've infused uh, the little Team Sunshine into the mix now. Um, we still don't have a singles competitor for Mandy, though. Seems like they're trying to yeah. do like two things at once with uh, right. Roxanne Perez. They're trying to have her be a tag team champion, and also, yeah, remember I won the uh, the breakout tournament, so I could challenge you, Mandy, um, at any point. So um, that's a little weird seeing that you know Mandy doesn't have anybody that she can focus on uh, completely. But uh, other than yeah. that, I thought it was pretty good. Um, didn't we saw Diamond Mine, but it wasn't the Creed Brothers, so that was a yeah. good. A good change up as we got to see Roddy and, and Damon Kemp uh, do a little work. So, you know, all in all, could have probably done without Joe Gacy. A little problem. I can always do without the Joe Gacy. <laughs> could have done without Von Wagner and Brooks Jensen. Could have <laughs> probably had another women's match just mm-hmm. for the sake of time uh, right there. But um, other than that, I thought this was a really good show. Yes, agreed. I really enjoyed this show. I like the storylines they're telling. I really enjoyed this, like, Santos versus Tony D'Angelo thing and, like, with him helping out Carmelo. I want to see what that's happening. So that's really good. Yeah, this thing with, like, Roxy and Mandy and stuff is weird. I thought maybe what they were going to do, like, with adding Indy into the mix was either have um, either Indy and Cora Jade team up Mm. or, like, have Cora go after Mandy, not Cora, 
have um, Indy go after Mandy again for her to be her opponent. So it's just like it's it's weird. But I do like um, like having you know the tops up in there. Like, no, you're not gonna come in here thinking like I love that she said just because you're the flavor of the month. You <laughs> think you got some shit? I was just like, oh, you better talk spicy. So I love that. Again, I could always do without. Von Wagner and Joe Gacy. You can go. Don't need you here. But everything else was really good. Thought it was a really solid show. I like the storylines that they've kind of setting up for like Great American Bash and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Fun times. Braun Breaker finally got somebody that I'm excited to see him go against. So that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, hopefully him and Cameron Grimes get the uh, title run back on track. Uh, yeah. Got off the rails there with Joe Gacy, as we've talked about many times here on the NXT mm-hmm. cast. So hopefully we can get that thing, uh, you know, right it. Braun Breaker, Cameron Grimes, they hopefully they get a, a, a series of matches, uh, not just maybe a one-off here. Um, right. But they, you know, at least give me a, a couple matches and Cameron Grimes, you know. I think Cameron Grimes may be getting ready to get moved up to the main roster. Main roster maybe. needs they, – they need some – they need some – I need some new energy, some some, some yeah. new faces, some new, you know, people to put in the mix. The mm-hmm. main what the main roster really needs is jobbers. That's what they really need. They yeah. just need. But I don't want Cameron to be a jobber. No, 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 no. I'm, what I'm saying is, like I've always said, which I don't understand. She got this whole freaking performance center full of people, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of seeing the same match every week, every week, every week, every week. Why don't you put, okay, you know, okay, here's a guy who's been in the Performance Center for two years. He's pretty good. We don't really have a spot for him on NXT TV right now, but let's put him up on Raw and let him get beat in three minutes versus such and such and such. Right. You know, instead of those like um, random people that were in um, Apollo Crews' little dream, have them come to Raw and have them get job down yeah or instead of doing like the local talent like hey you know i'm just here you know here fighting for my friend of my hometown fans in you know indianapolis like have somebody that you think may have a little potential but just hasn't had enough haven't had a chance to really get in the ring yet maybe give them you know hey you get three moves what are your best three moves all right i got a clothesline i got a drop kick and i got a elbow drop okay we'll work them in somehow and then you're gonna lose. Okay, right. cool. But at least A, they get experience. B, they get TV time, and you know they might show a little something. And you know it keeps us as a wrestling fan from seeing the same matches every week. Yep. But if I was WWE, that's what I would do. I would mm-hmm. tomorrow be like seventy five percent of our programming is just going to be. Guys winning and guys talking. Right. Especially on Raw, you got three hours. Right. Stretch it out. <laughs> it's like, you know what I'm saying? Seven-minute matches, three-minute promo. Seven-minute mm-hmm. match, three-minute promo. Angle, seven-minute match, three-minute promo. <laughs> right. Just like... Video package. <laughs> it's like... You know, I just think it would add so much more spice. And like I said, it would help some of these guys in NXT, gals in NXT as well, who may be ready for, you know, 
a little bit more, but they don't really have a spot on the quote unquote NXT, you know, TV mm-hmm. spot right now. Yeah. You know, just you know, give them some, you know, they wrestle in front of a lot of people. They can say they've been to Monday Night Raw. They can see how that works. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There's a lot of advantages, I think, to, to kind of doing something like that, especially for a young up-and-coming talent, you know? Right. Like, it got, you know, like, Leon Ruff. He would have been perfect for that role. Like, mm-hmm. he's good enough where he can hold his own, get some stuff in. He's small enough where the big guys can throw him around and look impressive. He's small enough where if he goes against other small guys, they can have a quick, fast match. You know what I'm saying? But he, he yeah. could lose, but still show enough where people are like, man, I want to see some more of him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. But I digress. So, you know, we're not booking the main roster. We're here <laughs> just for NXT. <laughs> That's uh, okay. I enjoy your digression. <laughs> the, the news of uh, this week is Triple H came down to the Performance Center, Yay! stuck his flag in the ground and said he was back. So I don't know. what I guess he's, you know, going to be assuming more day-to-day operational type duties. Um, I don't know, you know, if that means he's wrestled creative away from Bruce and and Vince, or if he's just going to be, you know, in the building doing the, Mm -hmm. you know, sprinkling that Triple H dust on people um, that he used to do back in black and gold. So, Uh, Mm -hmm. but that's good Um, right now, especially with the turmoil that's going on in WWE, we kind of need Triple H to to be close by to kind of you know, help navigate, maybe even get some for some of his own thoughts in and kind of take some of Vince's ideas out. Um, definitely won't, definitely wouldn't hurt, couldn't hurt the product as it is right now. Um, I said, I named this episode of the Rawcast uh, Feeling Stale because that's kind of where we are on main roster in both shows right now. Mm-hmm. All right, Miss Simi, at this point, I'll turn it over to you, madam, for your shout-outs and thank yous. Well, shout-out to you, Don, as always. Shout-out to the Rasselcast family. Shout-out to the CSPN family. Shout-out to the patrons. Paying a little extra to hear us talk some more. Shout-out to you guys in the hashtag. I love reading your commentary. And shout-out to Sasha Banks, because she posted a picture with her new black hair and this little red suit on, and she looked great, and I missed her. So shout-out to you. The she does she look unbothered? She does. She's been looking unbothered in all these pictures. <laughs> and you know, Snoop Dogg at the Steve Aoki show. Now in this new picture. Freaking Naomi is out here um, ha- having a dance-off <laughs> with her family. <laughs> like, we uh, look unbothered and happy, but I miss them. We haven't had any official confirmation of Sasha Banks being released. Yeah. It's been speculated. It has been reported that it has been granted, but there has been no confirmation. We're almost uh, uh, a full week, 10 days into the original report coming out. So um, I don't know, you know, uh, it seems like if that did happen, it would be, you know, something that maybe they don't want to put it out there. So AEW don't come a calling or whatever, but um Still very she curious. W. They won't know what to do with Sasha Banks. Well, Sasha Banks, it's obvious that people can come in and book themselves or, you know, basically suggest what they're going to do for the program. So she's got a mind where if they, you know, if that's the case, oh, she'd do, she'd do well for herself. Cause she, but they're you, only going to give her eight and a half minutes to wrestle. 
You know she ain't afraid to speak up. seconds to talk. <laughs> this is true. This is true. All right, Miss Simi. Women they have down. <laughs> true. They still have a very hard time with their women's division. We expressed our displeasure with that multiple times as well over on the dark match that can be found on patreon.com forward slash CSPN media become a patron support your favorite podcast thank you thank you very much all right miss simmy at this point in time i'll turn it over to you for your shout outs and thank yous i just did it <laughs> oh that's right well <laughs> we're going to end the show with my shout outs and thank yous thank you miss simmy for joining me as always thank you to everybody who joins us each and every week in the hashtag nxtcast thank you guys for joining us also in the spaces uh for raw and nxt and uh uh, AEW and pay-per-views. It's always a lot of fun with a commentary with color there. Um, continue to support the CSPN.us by clicking on the tab that says keep our podcast free at the top of the page. Okay, we've just gotten past uh, Father's Day. Uh, I guess some people start thinking about Christmas at this point in the year. So, you know, get those early Christmas gifts. Get those, you know, summer floaty devices and electronics from Amazon, but go through the CSPN.us. Some of your purchase comes back to us here at the network to help keep everything running smoothly. Uh, and you guys get to get great products from Amazon and also help out your favorite podcast. So for my co-host, Ms. Simi, I'm your host, Don DeLorente. Thank you for listening to the NXT cast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. Bye. See you in the hashtag. This right now is very much needed, especially after the past three months that I've had. Like, I've gone from the highest of highs to quite possibly the lowest of lows. from being your two-time NXT Tag Team Champion, reigning supreme with my best friend and my brother, just to have our world explode right from under our feet. From Zion all the way to Sangha, I was just trying to prove myself. trying to show that Wesley can stand on his own two feet and do what he needs to do. Shut up. Nobody wants to hear about your lowest of lows or how lonely you are or how your brother exploded or whatever you said. <laughs> you see, maybe the truth is you left your brother behind. Maybe the friend you always pretend to be. Maybe your boy is gone because you left him behind. And I understand that you'll never understand that because you just remain second fiddle to your homeboy. And with all the hype 
that you have been throwing towards that man, I'm really wondering if you happen to have any hype left for yourself. And as I stand here in this ring, I'm waiting to find out what it is. Hold on there, Afro Thunder. We don't work on your time, we work on my time. You see, I'm Trick Willie, <laughs> and my time is money. So I'll tell you what, when I'm ready, I'll let you know. Or better yet, I'll do you one better than that. I'll do you how all your old friends did you. And I'll just leave.